Coming to you from the Outer Mission, this is Monkey Block, a storytelling podcast focused on San Francisco's golden past, 1849 through 1906. I'm your host, Girlina. The stories are closely based on newspapers of the time, historical books, and journals. Disclaimer, I do my best to research and share the real stories, extracting legends or calling them out. Now, let's go back in time. Happy anniversary, Monkey Block listeners. I launched my podcast last year, 2021, on January 30th. Over the past year, I've shared some fun stories about early San Francisco, changed my perspective on lots of things. I met a few people along the way, all while gathering information for my podcast. I'm happy to say I have a one-year anniversary. This episode is a reflection of Monkey Block's first year and the journey we've been on together. I hope you'll stick around to listen. The idea for a podcast. Hmm. Like a lot of people, I changed jobs last year, and at the new job, the HR department asks everyone on their first day, What would you be doing if you could do anything? My response was, I like San Francisco history, so I don't know, start a podcast on San Francisco history? The question was anything. And at the time, the idea to start a podcast hadn't really crossed my mind, honestly, until I was forced to answer that question. But over the next week, I thought about my response. Well, so why am I not doing it? Second shelter in place is coming. I'll be home a lot. I'd finally get to use my books and share the research I've been doing for the past 20 years. I chose a podcast name that San Francisco history enthusiasts would instantly get, but doubled as a witty name, hence Monkey Block. I wanted a theme song that captured the spirit of early San Francisco and had different interpretations, so Beautiful Dreamer works well. A friend gifted me a microphone. I watched a few YouTube videos, and another podcast was born. Just what the world needed. Another podcast. (laughs) The episode process. Each episode's research includes books I already have on hand, or ordering more books to add to the collection. And that's when I see a reference to a book in a primary source of information I'm using. I want to see it for myself. JSTOR is my favorite online source for academic papers and journals and for cross-referencing my facts. After the pandemic restrictions loosened, I expanded my research to the San Francisco Main Library to their archive and history floor. Original letters, books, directories, it's amazing. History comes to life when you're holding these originals in your hand versus looking at them online. Side note, People have been calling it San Fran since the 1830s. The founding settlers, long before any of us were born, have used it. It's antiquated, but it's not wrong. While I don't use San Fran, I no longer wince when people say it, now that I've seen Thomas Larkin and William Heath Davis write it in their letters. I held their 1830 letters being sent from Yerba Buena in the San Fran district in my hand. I've stopped using newspapers of the time as they've proven to be the least reliable source of information. 
people have been trying to sell newspapers for a very long time, and exaggerated reporting was often used to sell papers. And then that exaggerated reporting gets captured for posterity as some version of what actually occurred. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story and the ability to sell a newspaper. Why this period of my podcast intrigues me? Well, this period has interested me based on the similarities between the gold rush boom and the dot-com boom. I found many parallels. That's socially, economically, and politically. In 1999, I was bartending at a five-star hotel in the financial district, which is also known as Ground Zero for Yerba Buena and early San Francisco. That was an exciting time in San Francisco. If you were here for the dot-com boom, then you know. The IPO parties were a lot of fun back when going public was seen favorably, and sometimes you could crash the parties without an invitation. More than once, I served a $500 bottle of champagne to a table of young men who just closed a deal on the next great tech company. Big ideas and dollars floated around, and that included big tips on the company credit card. People were striking dot-com gold. My original plan was to start my podcast in 1849 and provide one background episode to lay a foundation for the rest of the podcast. That was the plan. But when I started researching what came before the gold, I found interesting early San Francisco history I was never taught in school or came across in my previous research. Then again, I didn't look because I didn't realize there was a there there. Hold on to that. I'm going to give more detail around my shift in the podcast timeline in a moment. Along the way, I found some blind spots and made some realizations. I was taught there was nothing of importance in Yerba Buena, just a miserable, windy little shack town with only a few families living there. While that's true, that's also out of context. Well, there was that small mission period. Move along, nothing to see here. That's until... Americans. I seem to have 11 episodes discussing nothing that happened in Yerba Buena before the Americans arrived. Clearly, there's history to tell, even before those permanent Yerba Buena families took residence. It's amazing how out of context and Victor-centric history remains even today. And those newspapers of the time did nothing to help the future accuracy capture of our city's history. They did the opposite, actually. Some of San Francisco's past is certainly uncomfortable, and relaying it is equally uncomfortable. Our perspective on many things have changed over time, so its effort on my part to simultaneously see a story through the lens of the time and our current lens. It's always a delicate balance to objectively discuss history supported by sometimes silenced and buried facts, while allowing the listener to form their own thoughts. I make a dedicated effort on that last part. I want you to form how you feel about a story. There have been some interesting monkey block moments from 2021. The biggest was poking my head into the high horse before I released my first episode. That was a lucky, lucky find, and I'm glad I met the owners and staff. And the Pisco Punch is good. 582 Washington Street. If you're in San Francisco, tell them Gerlina sent you. To continue a point I started to make earlier, it was this chance meeting with Will 
that changed the period of my research and therefore my podcast. So why haven't I changed my intro to correctly reflect the starting timeline? Because I haven't. That's the reason. I already recorded the intro when I met Will. Speaking of, two months ago, I did a live history talk in the basement of the high horse with the impressive wall as my co-host. From that live talk in attendance was a gentleman who knew Monkey Block and Montgomery Street very well. He has a similar fascination with the wall and early San Francisco history. There's more of us out there. I met with him about two weeks ago, maybe, and we discussed history, and he loaned me a fictional book called The Bohemians centered around Monkey Block. And I know I still haven't said much about Monkey Block. If you know, you know. And if you don't, stay tuned. Some other people I've met via this podcast. I've become one of several sources of information for a San Francisco ghost tour. And that's a badge of honor right there. I hope to go on her ghost tour once the weather warms up a little. Other introductions directly related to this podcast. Let's see. I've met Bay Area brick enthusiasts more than one early San Francisco architecture aficionado, and this is really cool, a person who came across my podcast while researching their family history, which is directly connected to the 1820s California hide and tallow trade. How cool is that? Now, this next story is meta. Monkey Block got blocked from a popular Facebook group on early San Francisco history. I got on their radar when I politely pointed out the moderator's incorrect statement about very little happening before the Americans arrived. Hmm. Misinformation put out over 150 years ago remains with us today. But I did make a history friend from a group member who advocated for me, so something positive came out of that. Some podcast statistics. Okay. My podcast topic is really niche, so I didn't expect many downloads outside of the few friends I told about this COVID hobby thing. I was surprised when more than just my friends started downloading my episodes. I used the number of downloads in the first seven days to determine growth in listenership. Since I only release an episode once a month, I know people aren't dialed in weekly to check for new episodes. I'm happy to say with each episode, my seven-day download numbers increase, and that's encouraging for a little project meant to keep me busy during a second shelter in place. I will say I was off to a very discouraging start when my first four episodes only had two or three San Francisco downloads, and one of those was me. I, I know download numbers shouldn't matter if you're doing this for the love of the topic, but it takes a month to fully research, write, edit, and release an episode. I have no background in anything related to podcasting, so I doubted myself a lot. Thankfully, that turned around, and now I have more San Francisco downloads than any city in the world. The episode people seem to enjoy the most was the interview at the High Horse Wall, which was also the most enjoyable episode to produce. I've never done an interview, and I wasn't sure how this would go. Thankfully, Will was easy to interview since he lights up when he talks about San Francisco history. It comes through in the interview, and I think that's why it's also the most enjoyed episode. I often get asked about the wall and for any updates. If I had more time, I would make an entire podcast on the research I'm doing on this wall silently in the background. Just know I'm still working on it and looking for the right episodes to plug in the research. William Heath Davis's 
Life is a Netflix series waiting to happen. So he's bound to come up in future episodes because he's closely connected to the city's early history. More than one person has told me they are reading 75 Years in California by William Heath Davis to continue learning about him and Yerba Buena. That makes me happy. Now, despite not having large download numbers, the episode with the most impact that resonates with listeners for the human factor and watching the underdog succeed was the Juana Priones episode. I highlighted her strength and ability to rise above her circumstances. This was the most difficult of all my episodes to research. I found lots of unrelated bits of her story in other people's memoirs and reporting, which was hard to corral based on the different names people correctly and incorrectly addressed her by. Once gathered, I wove the random pieces together to create a timeline and then create an episode script about her life story. Also, I know this sounds trivial. I had to find just the right song for her episode as a way to honor her. I'm most proud of the Juana episode. The extra research and time was worth getting her story out there. She's an impressive character in early San Francisco history. Let's review the podcast timeline. Let's see, we started in 1776 with the San Francisco mission period, and we touched on the complex social and business model of the missions until their secularization in the 1830s. We moved into the Rancho period and covered the changes to the already existing hide and tallow trade that was part of the mid-1830s when we finally saw Yerba Buena become a port town. We dove into Yerba Buena's original settlers and their business and individual storylines. And lastly, we covered the real star of it all, the Yerba Buena shoreline and cove. Its history and development allowed San Francisco to become what it is today. William Anthony Richardson, Juana Briones, Jacob Primer Lease, Nathan Spear, William Sturgis Hinckley, Alpheus Basil Thompson, William Heath Davis, Jacques Viauget, Alexander Leidsdorf, Mariano and Salvador Vallejo, Sanchez Family, Guerrero, Noe, Bernal, Dejaro. Over this last year, I've changed my perspective on a few things and discovered San Francisco's early hidden history, which I now share with you. Starting a new job and a pandemic led me towards starting this podcast. And a chance meeting, looking for drinks to go, changed my research and podcast timeline, putting me into a rarely discussed area of San Francisco history. You never know where things are going to go, despite your initial ideas and plans, but you ride the ride just for the adventure, and where you end up can be unexpected and very rewarding. A lot about this podcast has been serendipity, intuition, creating a there that didn't previously exist, and forging ahead even when I didn't know what I was doing. A polished podcast I am not, but a podcast rooted in passion, now that I am. I welcome interaction, so reach out. I'm happy to share information with like-minded people, and I enjoy hearing directly from you, dear listeners. I graciously acknowledge my closest friends and family for being my initial test audience and talking me out of my self-doubt about continuing with it back when San Francisco didn't seem interested in my San Francisco history podcast. And thank you, dear listener. You're not related to me, and you still tune in. Your continued listenership is inspiring, and the small but growing, even international numbers, 
show we're forming a community of people who know more than most about Yerba Buena and early San Francisco history. You can wear that badge with honor and correct people when they say there was nothing in San Francisco before 1846. San Francisco is a boom and bust city, rising from the ashes, even after every mishap, always finding a way and creating and succeeding with crazy ideas. San Francisco has the ability to imagine and honor its colorful characters and their wild ideas. That's what I love about our history. It makes a lot of sense to say that this crazy little seaport town was built by and for beautiful dreamers. My personal commitment was to release 12 episodes and then reassess what I wanted to do. Well, dear listener, this is episode number 12. I hope you join Monkey Block for another year of history and storytelling. We have not seen the elephant or become Paris of the West just yet. If you're enjoying this podcast, share it with your friends and spread the word. And if you're inspired to do so, please leave a review of my podcast. You can read today's transcript and locate cited sources at monkeyblocksf.buzzsprout.com. Please bookmark or favorite this podcast to be alerted when new episodes are released. You can visit monkeyblock at facebook.com forward slash monkeyblocksf or twitter.com forward slash monkeyblocksf or email me directly at monkeyblocksf at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. This is Monkey Block, retelling forgotten stories from San Francisco's golden past.